Hello, Challenge fans, and welcome to the Challenge Roundtable Reacts podcast. I'm your host, Levi Hall, and I am back, joined by two of my four favourite people. It's brianrbatty.medium.com, and the man that filled in for me last week is Ryan Siddle, aka at the underscore sport underscore guy. How are you doing, boys? Ready to go. Pumped. I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Well, um, off... After listening to your podcast last week, because I actually only listen to the ones that I'm not on. So, first of all, it's brilliant. Second of all, um, just so you know, George is not here because he is currently finalising the divorce papers. Our wedding lasted a week. Um, oh. But that was, that was mainly the post-wedding sex that That's we had. That's a shame. Um, the big issue in our marriage was the fact that George was not willing to binge watch the Challenge USA 2 with me. It was a breaking point. Uh, he still needs to catch up starting at double agents, so. <laughs> still doesn't know what the hopper is. Feel very sad for him. I know. We should just start telling him it's random things and see what happens. Um, Lauren not here either this week. Uh, she is busy with work. So it's the Transatlantic Sausage Fest that is the three of us. Um, great band name, Transatlantic Sausage <laughs> Fest. That's yep. fucking great. Right, that one down. Um, we did get a message on Spotify two weeks ago. Um what? from yeah, from someone who I assume is not listening to the podcast ever again, who said, For fuck's sake, can you guys stop talking about your lives and continue talking about the challenge? If you want to uh talk to each other about things that are going on off the podcast, do it when you're not recording. To which I thought. Fuck you, Oak Joel. <laughs> <laughs> was it really Oak Joel? It wasn't Oak Joel. It was someone. But yeah, so we, we're now down to 11 listeners. How, how often do we talk about things that are, aren't on the pod, apart from the fact that George isn't here because he uh, he's he's best, being best man at every single human being in, in the country's wedding? Well, my I guess think... is it was my fault. No, I think it was. You know, it was the, it was the episode that George came back where we spent... 80% of the episode just pissing George off. Wow. Um, yeah, so let's be honest, it's all our faults. <laughs> but you know what? Did you see if... that message, the other message that you got? Did you get any other messages possibly on Spotify? Oh, the ones that you send every week about how silky the American guy's voice sounds. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't send those. Somebody sends something like that? What do they say about me? <laughs> Well, somebody known as Brian Batty 14. Oh my god, they have the same name as me too? That's crazy. That's crazy, Man, Brian. That is really, really weird. What yeah. a what a coincidence. Yeah, the weird thing shit. is though, the message about us talking about ourselves came from someone Lauren Mattingly 012. <laughs> <laughs> no, she loves oh. us really. We miss you, Lauren. We miss you, Joel. Let's talk challenge. So we get back to the house. And the clock is counting down 13 hours and 20 minutes till chaos begins. Melissa says something cute and ditzy that makes her seem stupid. Emmanuel <laughs> starts playing with the plastic coating on the table. And Kylan jokes that the clock has stolen his shine. And Michelle mm. looks overdramatic, which seems to be a theme for her for this episode. Um, mm. What do we think about the countdown clock going when they come back? I have never seen um, a bunch of people go so batshit crazy about a clock since the news that Big Ben wasn't going to chime for a while. Mate, Wait, I was what? So Big off. Ben stopped chiming? 
<laughs> yeah, they were doing building works, mate. Yeah, yeah, they did build building works on it. Oh, lots of so they're just on. yeah, okay, so they're just doing repairs. Yeah, yeah, but then then when it started charming again, mate, it was fucking chaos. No, really? <laughs> How loud no, yeah. is it? It's because weird. It's because it, people. It was chaos when they announced it wouldn't chime because weird, patriot, overly patriotic British people think that it was something to do with I don't know immigrants or oh men's rights being yeah. taken away. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. The crazy thing yeah. is. The crazy thing is, now that it's started chiming again, chaos has ensued. We've got old prime ministers coming back, <laughs> taking people out of the cabinet. Oh, like a challenge metaphor. Well, the only reason I ask further is because that guy was so was like talk more about your lives or whatever. So I'm just trying to keep give the people what they want. I actually think yeah. it was a girl, by the way. Oh, perfect. Even better. Yeah. The, th- um, the thing is, I hadn't worked. I didn't because I'd never had messages before on it, other than from you. Um, I didn't know how to delete it, so I accidentally published it to the Spotify page before right. I then deleted it. No, <laughs> that's actually great. great. You should only publish the bad ones, like the old negative Joel. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I should... um, I, well, speaking of the challenge, if we actually want to do talk about that, <laughs> I uh, I wish they would have just had the clock ticking down like the real time from when they got there until now. So it would be like thousand something hours. I think that would have been really I mean, effective. Well, I, I think also like on that, the way that the clock worked here, apart from Emmanuel just destroying shit, when they did eventually count down to zero, there wasn't anything dramatic about it because- We didn't even they see all, it. They were well, also because they were all at, yeah, they were all at the, daily so nothing yeah. actually happened like it would have been nothing. much better if they'd flicked it on and then switched it off again and then had it suddenly come up and that was the countdown for them to do the date and it just it just didn't really work as a kind of concept at all they but they I, took what yeah. could have been an interesting thing and ruined it basically classic challenge um yeah <laughs> but the thing is as well yeah. you know we didn't see it hit zero. We saw it go to 30 and then to five and to four. And then they were out in the sunshine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the challengers wonder what chaos means. Asaf's ready to make moves, says he only uh, only Jay knows he's working with the Americans because you mm. know Jay runs the game. He says he trusts Corey 100%. Let's foreshadow the whole bloody episode. Um there was a conversation at one point where I think Jay mentioned, oh, maybe it's the mercenaries coming in. And I just thought to the editor, why are you putting that in? Like, at least let us pretend that they had no idea. I mean, this is what I was talking about when I asked you guys and I was like, oh, do you think that they're thinking maybe the vets are coming? And you guys were like, no, you're an idiot. That's stupid. <laughs> and then they just showed actual evidence of them being very confident that at some point the vets were coming. So uh, maybe they showed it because they heard our podcast and thought maybe I'm going to redeem Brian. Because if Corey and Michelle can think make themselves the main character, I too can sure. make myself the main character. So this is uh, about me from here on out. My thing was, though, when they were listening to podcasts to try and redeem you, they had to skip through quite a lot of us just talking about our lives. <laughs> Not sure. so much. <laughs> my uh, my favorite part of this little bit was when uh, Narice broke down the U.S. alliance because <laughs> no one's no one's told us on any other previous weeks 
Um, who is in this goddamn alive? Every week, every week, someone, at least one person has to tell us. And I'm pretty certain every week it's a different bunch of names. It's a different group of people. This week, don't think we didn't notice, Colleen snuck onto the graph yep. as they Stick showed who was in, in each in each one. She was just in the corner there. Apparently she's from America. Um, but <laughs> a lot of people who'd previously been mentioned in the Alliance, they weren't on the graphic. It, it just every, every week, I don't care. I, I don't know. I don't like whatever. Do you know? Do you know what the NWO all over again? Even they didn't know. Like even the, the JWO had no clue. They get well, to the next city, they'd show up to Detroit and be like, "Am I in the NWO today? Do I have a shirt waiting for me?" I, <laughs> I heard like, that some of them I just used to go to the yeah. Some of them used to go to the merch stand, buy the shirt, and just claim they were in it. I was just Virgil. <laughs> and just walking down. Right. That's put, exactly what it is. That's exactly I posted what that is. picture of Instagram uh, on Instagram the other day of Jay in the NWO shirt. And he he reposted it. And classic Jay got absolutely no more followers. Um <laughs> do you think he got it? Do you think he gets no. did you what was there was no caption? It was just him in an NWO no, he, shirt. He did message me and he was it was like, hell yeah, brother. Um, but <laughs> I think he was like trying to work out what it was. So we put on our podcast, and then after 20 minutes of us talking about George's life, he was like, Fuck <laughs> he shit. talks shit about it. No, I mean, do you think he just thinks you're a fan who like edited an NWO logo on his? I mean, like, I literally it, am a fan who edited an NWO logo. On his well, show right, but you did it as like, a, a joke for the eleven people who listen to the podcast. So it's like, oh yeah, I, I don't know. It's just really funny these people. Do you know what I nearly did? I nearly edited the handlebar mustache and the uh, like dark stubble on there as well. But I thought. <laughs> It's too much. <laughs> Dan and Nat Dan. JWO. Dan and Nat Dan. And Asaf also says in this um, little period uh, during this conversation with Corey, um, they're talking about it and, they just, and he, he literally says, no one actually loves each other in here. Um, so again, you know, like, I don't know why I get so pissed off later on because he, he admits that no one actually loves each other. I have a theory oh. of why he was so pissed off later on, but why that, that's a tease for later. Uh, tease right, for later. You, you love George. that. You, you do that. Yeah. You do that every episode. It's yeah. almost like you want them to listen to us talking about ourselves, so they right, can get right. to your little tease. Um, yeah. So Asa yeah. tells Jay and Narice that this is their time. Jay says chaos will blow this house up, and it's time to get rid of the UK. I think he said UK Alliance, but I wanted to make it more dramatic. Um, Narice <laughs> says she wants to get rid of Kieran, and Jay says he thinks Kieran's the best one here, which I don't believe because I think Jay thinks Jay is the best one there. What? Well, oh, I have a lot of questions about this whole Kieran's the best thing mm. uh, that sort of seemed to. Per well, just where? What? What are we talking about? Like, because do you want to ask them now, like, or is what, that what, a tease? You know, no, I'm just genuinely wondering. Everyone seemed to agree that Kieran's I think it's because he because he's always taking control of the of the challenges. They probably think, oh, he's he's the best. Yeah, I, I always like... assumed it was because people like hearing him talk, like me. <laughs> Do you know what I love about Kieran, Mister Challenge Australia? He fucking sacked off Australia as soon as Jess Brody disappeared. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm from Manchester, mate. Manchester. Yeah. Wait, realised you know. You can only talk talk to the people whose whose country you're in. 
Um, so <laughs> once Australia was out of it, it was either become English yeah. or have no one to talk to. That's why right. Paul Colleen spends her time talking to Berner. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what I've noticed, by the way, about Colleen? She's literally like, I forget she's in the show half time. And then she just suddenly like sidles into a scene and is like, mm-hmm. hmm, and then just sidles out of the scene. Yeah. Colleen's the best. She like I'm adds everything but nothing to the show at the same time. I hope Kim's one of the mercenaries. That'd be sick. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I remember Kim. And then he just stands there and just tells them how to do it while he's beating them. That was the best. <laughs> I forgot about that. that was <laughs> he's like, I don't know do what th- to do right now. Do you think 12-time <laughs> champ Dusty will be one of the mercenaries? I He has the pedigree to do it, at least the resume. You know, Didn't he well, win I mean, the first ever season of the challenge? No, he won. His first win was the Inferno. Uh, and then he... Feels, came, yeah, yeah. It, it feels like being a mercenary will be below him. Like 10, 10k, like that's actually true. Need that he's picked that up so many times, right? Uh, it would be like, you know, yeah, I love it, Dusty. You know. I don't know, who's... Like... <laughs> I was gonna say, sorry, I don't know which interaction I preferred trying to get <clears throat> a person on the podcast, Dusty, where I was like, Do you want to come on the podcast? Yes, I'd like to come on the podcast. I say, When are you free? He says, I can do next Tuesday. I said, It's 7 30, all right, UK time. 2.30 Eastern Time, he replied, what day do you want me on the podcast? Perfect. <laughs> so that never happened. And then my set, yeah. and I don't know whether it's that or big fan, Can I? do you want to come on our podcast to talk about the challenge? I was only on one episode. We still want you, Sean Nanaka. Mm. There and now is. he's blocked you. Yeah, we got there really early this time. Very early. Yeah, not subtly either. Yeah. No, I just want to get it in there. I just want to shove, my shove goal, it in Sean Lineker as soon said. as possible. Hey, my goal for the next three weeks is first. for no one to say it. Yeah, exactly. Anywho. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not here for the next three weeks. Uh, so someone's got to shove uh, Sean Lineker into the podcast. Um, so the, the next morning, they wake up. There's five and a half hours left. Kieran and Zara do some boxing together. And they explain to us who's in the UK alliance. Um, everyone, interestingly, in the UK alliance was born in the UK, not like the US. Crazy. Crazy. Actually, no, not everyone wasn't big T-born in Malawi. Oh, yes, good good shout. Yeah, yeah, good spot. Um, But I I did look at it. It does look like, so the US Alliance looks very much like a graphic for the Royal Rumble. Mm. Mm. Whereas the UK Alliance is very much like a six-man tag. Yeah, or, or, or Elimination Chamber, maybe. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, what other wrestling references can we shoehorn into this thing? Bam, bam, Jesus Christ! Um, um, so... I don't think anybody. I, I don't think anybody knows what alliance they're in. No, I think I everyone thinks they're working with everyone. It's very funny this season uh, watching these people. I think I don't know. I I think uh, I think this season is like funnier like unintentionally yeah. than a lot of seasons are like these people like it's like um this is really weird to say it's like studying um people like in the in the way that like like you know you watch this this show usually and like there's all these people who 
know what to do, know how to talk. This is like, what are you going to do next? It's almost like, I feel like I'm like, I have a white lab coat on and I'm just like, how are you going to handle this? And like, that's how the producers feel like when they just say, Hey, Corey, who are you going to vote in? When they're like, this guy's great. He has, he's friends with everybody. Let's make him make a decision. They're like, what is he going to do? What is, what is like, like a magnifying, like, what is he going to get up to? I don't know. It's very, it's just very funny. They're very funny. Well, on that, I think like the next few weeks of chaos are going to be fun, but just simply because they can literally do anything and be like, well, it's chaos. Yeah. Right. <laughs> which is, which is essentially what they did to Corey later on when he has to vote someone. Cause they were like, what? We have to do it now. And TJ was like, well, it's chaos. I, like, okay. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I love it. It's like this, this whole season is literally like watching the blind lead the blind. <laughs> Okay, I have a question for you guys. Maybe this is the perfect time to do this. I was thinking about this the other day. So, like, you know, we've talked about this in the past, like, who who's in charge, you know? Yeah. So, like, like uh, okay, so, uh, you know, very cliche, aliens land in the mm-hmm. backyard of their house. And they say, take me to your leader. Like, obviously take production and real life aside. Like, who who do they take them to? Like, who who does ASAF take them to? You know. Well, ASAP takes them to Jay. Oh right. yes, but I feel, so I feel like I feel like Jay's. But do you leader... understand the question though? Like, yeah, yeah. Who who does? Yeah, who who is it? Do you know who I think is the leader? But I don't think any of the boys have realised she's the leader. I think there's two leaders. I think the leaders are actually Narice and Olivia. Yes, mm. yeah. But they're letting wrong. the boys think it's them so that they can slightly fly under the radar. But this is the problem with the JWO is you've got the JWO, but then you have the female JWO who they're making all the strategic moves, but then you've got the male JWO who are having a dick swinging contest. Yeah, well, that this is it. Like, it's not just that they're doing it because they want to stay on the down low. They're doing it because they have to, because on this show, as we've seen year after year after year, the men always take over, always believe they're the best players, best people, and they're often the ones that like inflict their own downfall through that. I would love a woman to win this year if it's only because it's only one winner. I would love a woman to win. Mm. Or harass. I yeah. just <laughs> I, I uh it's interesting you guys say that. I would have never said Olivia and Narice, but I think, think that they think that they are. Well, I don't know. I, I, well, this, I genuinely have well, no I don't idea. Think they the la- like last season, what it, who would it have been? Devin, right? Yeah. I think it's Devin, Devin for the last two. few seasons, to be honest. Okay. As a spy lies now, is Devin. Yeah, we agree. Who was what season before that? Double Agents, right? So what was CT? Double Agents? Who? No, CT and Big T, Big T. It would have been Cam. Oh yeah, no, it would have been Cam. Right. Yeah, but right. do you not think? So this is a crazy thing. So I think Olivia but and Reese so are the leaders. Like it seems so obvious. This is this. I think it's interesting that it's not obvious this time. Well, I think Kieran and Lockie think they're the leader. Olivia and Reese think they're the leader. Big T and Melissa think they're the leader. Mm. Corey Lay in his own head thinks he's the leader. Jay obviously thinks he's the leader. Asaf knows Jay's the leader. Yeah. He's not. Do you, know who's pro- Do you know who's probably the leader? I'll tell you who's probably it's the Michelle. leader. It's Michelle. No, it is. They take him to Pauline. Michelle. Is who they... 
<laughs> no, Colleen is related to the aliens that show up. Is, is what happened there? No, I bet it would be Michelle. I bet it would be Michelle. That would be my. I bet if it was like a situation where they had to pick one and that sort of weird aliens have a laser gun to your head, I think Michelle would be. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Interesting. I mean, I don't interesting think Michelle's got experiment. much clout in this season. I think she thinks she does, but I don't think she's got any. But but again, like but based on what we're we're gonna see later on in this episode, Michelle has another huge like case of as we've called it before, main character syndrome. So she yeah. definitely thinks that she's gonna. Be in oh, the, she's packing that bag. She's packing that bag. Here's what would actually realistically happen: is the aliens would watch them try to decide who the leader was just go back to their spaceship <laughs> away. Just, it'd be just like you know up. what yeah. Like, yeah we're good we're good Earth yeah. is, we're, we're next plan get, we're, get is... back in the ufo put on our podcast right. listen to us talk about our lives it'd be, it'd be like worth it <laughs> it'd be like the previous weeks where they were discussing they're like making a plan so they'd all just be talking and then Huey would just come out of nowhere and be like no but I could be the leader and then you'd have Berner at the back whispering I'm the leader like, but no one would listen backwards to like this with their hands up like okay okay <laughs> Right. Do you know what I thought, by the way, about the UK alliance? <laughs> you know what I thought about the UK alliance? Because obviously, like, the, the JWO-US alliance is just a clusterfuck. The UK alliance is filled with quite a few people. I don't think any of them really talk to it. You've got Lockie and Kieran talk to each other. Yeah, Callum just walks around the house smiling with his new set of teeth. Mm-hmm. Big T and Melissa are kind of together, but I don't think they've ever spoken to Lockie and... Um, and Kieran, Zara's mm. just friendly with everyone. Like mm. these alliances don't seem very aligned, and like yeah, they're, 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 all, they're all sleeping with people sense. from the different countries as well, which makes it even murkier. And I think part of it too is that the fact that they've had to work together to this point. I think it mm. might start getting a little more splintered soon. Like the yeah. stakes just changed a little bit after this one. It, I, I guess I think the UK alliance has been spoken into existence. Because I think you're right, Levi, they don't really talk to each other. Mm. And the only reason they exist as an alliance is because Jay has built an alliance, or so he believes, um, and he's decided that that alliance needs another alliance to go up against. Mm. Um, so he's just manifested that the UK are all in alliance. Because he always, he's always like, oh, yeah, we need to get someone out from the UK alliance before they get us out. But like the UK alliance are just like twiddling it's, their thumbs. It, it's, Question. Like, it's like the US alliance are like the Judgment Day and they have no one to go against. They just put four people together to fight against them. Yeah. Do you think... Like, I know the editors don't think this, but do you think that the editors would just assume that most Americans just think that Emmanuel and Berna are also from the UK because it's all just the UK over there? Like, <laughs> Yeah, maybe. You yeah, know cause... what I mean? Like, it, it seems to be just like America and kind of not from America is the real <laughs> line of demarcation at certain points, I think. But if you've spoken to anyone who's from America, but you're not from the UK, but you're also not from America, you can be in the graphic. <laughs> yeah, it's all just, it's a jumbled mess. I, you know, it's, I, I usually never try to figure out this stuff because I don't, 
I don't really care about who's working with who. I derive uh, pleasure in this show from watching people react. Like I just like watching people live out certain situations and be put in all these weird spots. There's some and great like, reactions in this episode. Yeah. That's why this was one of the best episodes of the challenge in a while is what I kind of wanted to get at. And uh, partially is that is the mercenary part of it because I'm totally in the bag for that fucking guy. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't I think that I like that they're kind of yada yadaing this alliance thing and not trying to like explain it over like over explain it, I guess. They're just kind of saying, yeah, everyone's with each other. and You know, whatever. It will get split. Yeah, ultimately it's just one big clusterfuck. Some would call it chaos because the clock has now hit zero. <laughs> and the players arrive at the daily challenge and now it's chaos. And during chaos, the challengers won't know how the game is being played, sometimes in pairs, sometimes as teams. And as of now, I thought that was interesting, the final prize pot is $406,000. Now, I have something to say about that comment. As of now, implies it could change. The final prize pot implies it's set in stone. Unless I misinterpreted the word final and he meant the prize pot for the final. Yeah, that's what he means. Okay, or I'm a dumbass. he was saying that to make them think that nothing was going to change when, like, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, that even too. though they've been talking about mercenaries all day. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, TJ welcomes the team to the daily. It's called upside down world this will be played in pairs the pairs will be strapped to the propeller on the side of a moving truck classic challenge a moving truck um it, the propeller will rotate the pairs need to grab rings drop them on target so yellow target is five points but get your rings on the poles and you receive 10 points tj picks the pairs randomly they are as follows asaf and michelle callum and colleen kieran and zara Corey and raven ed and olivia emmanuel and Berner. Uh, Jay and Melissa, Kyland and Mariah, Big T and Horacio, and James and nice. Reese. Now, I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, I was watching this this morning during my morning routine, and the actual challenge portion of this episode was while I was in the shower. So I watched it through the steamed up glass. The only thing I actually made out from the whole bit of the challenge was... There were times where they took loads of rings and they threw loads of rings that all landed, but it didn't seem like if like three rings at the same time landed on the pole, it seemed like they only got 10 points, so they didn't get 30. No, they got 30. Oh, okay. Okay, I was wondering that same thing too. You could see from the graphic that it was, if you looked at the graphic properly, it was like plus 10, but there was like three of them stacked, if that makes sense. Mm. Like the, the graphic had depth to it, essentially. Yeah, like I see. They were lined up, yeah. but it didn't say uh. plus 30. So I understand why, because I, I thought the same at first, because um, it was a bit confusing. Um, but yeah, so, but I, yeah. I, I do believe that that was, that, that was the case, especially because the, the, the pair that eventually won, won by such a distance that I think they would have had to have counted. Um, all of them. Otherwise, there's no way they. I'm not even sure they would have won, but they certainly wouldn't have won by that much of a distance if if that was the case. So I feel I missed that because I feel the graphic was hidden by the steam radiating yes, from yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Lamar's it, it, body. It wasn't particularly. It wasn't particularly good anyway. Like they should have. They should have made it mm. far more obvious. In which I case, will say as well, I'm not convinced these were these were that random. 
Oh, you bitch. Mm. Well, so I'm not saying that they weren't, there wasn't some element of random, but it's not like, um, to use a, a, a soccer analogy, football analogy, it's not like they were in um, a big, you know, tub and they pulled the balls out um, as like they do with the FA Cup draw. draw. Um, they were two slats and he just pulled them out, put them on the side, pulled them out, put them on the side. So they were already in some sort of order. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that there was that the randomization wasn't done previously, but the randomization wasn't done then and there in front of them. They were already selected. They should have put their names in a hopper. Yeah, exactly. This is what um, we're missing. Just to say, uh, and Brian, you'll agree with this, from what TJ told us, he will go to the grave to tell you it's not rigged. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm not saying it was rigged. I'm saying it wasn't done. Ra- Sorry, I should have used said that at the beginning. It wasn't done randomly in front of them. If it was random, it was done before then. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. The magic of editing and TV. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Um, going back to the whole like grabbing loads of rings and throwing them all on the same one. What was crazy was the person who originally came up with that idea. From what I could see through the shower door, was. Callum. Yeah, there was some... Look, there was a lot of people was, who were yeah. very bad at this game. Um, but for Callum bad. to come up with a good idea. <laughs> I think it's probably more accidental than anything. That makes sense. Yeah. How's his girlfriend? Uh, we don't know this week. We haven't We haven't heard. Although we didn't, we didn't see him with Michelle much this week. She was too busy being angry, so... Um, mm. You know, and pang. angry and paranoid. Um, but yeah, um, Asaf's clearly into some kinky shit. Um, with because Jay. he, well, <laughs> he said he was with Narice, wasn't he? Um, mm, and yeah, he um, I believe it was Narice anyway. Um, mm. and he said before they got on, he was like, Oh, we'll do fine, and if not, we'll we'll throw up, we'll throw up over on each other, and it'll be great. Will it be great? No, it's with Michelle, mm. of course. Of course. He was with Michelle. That's right. Um, I yeah. throw up on Michelle to shut her up. I'm. I'm not sure that Jesus. anyone would enjoy being thrown up, uh, thrown up on from a great height at that speed. Also, can we discuss? Does this seem like something Burnham would do at the circus? Um, possibly. There's elements, definitely elements of of what she'd be good at. Yeah, I don't feel I don't because there's been a lot of like really hokey challenges over the last few weeks that she's probably done at the circus. I don't think there's been enough yeah. made of the fact that she should be good at these, even though she's not. <laughs> How do you guys I, think? That, I don't um... think anyone can practice. Um, even though Ed actually said he does stuff like this on the daily, I'm not convinced that's true, Ed. Um, no one comes out with his mum on the daily. No, no one can practice for how to drop rings on a. Uh, on a on a target from a moving truck whilst you're spinning around upside down, like it just it's not possible. Johnny Bananas actually has a PhD in that. <laughs> Do you guys think that Berna is against the movie It because it forwards the idea that clowns are scary? <laughs> oh fucking hell! So Raven and Corey win. Um, what did you think of wait, this challenge, I... Brian? Because they didn't go, they went from A to B, but they didn't, it wasn't a puzzle. Uh, yeah, no, that, that that was one of the most boring challenges I've ever seen in my entire life. Can I say one thing, though? I, so, <laughs> Corey, Lay, and I, uh, you know, 
we're we're it's not a, a writer a writer one's better than the other right or wrong thing but him and i are very different people inside and out uh we just we wouldn't we just wouldn't click we wouldn't vibe i mean we wouldn't be it wouldn't be anti it wouldn't be like two fist clashing it would be more like two hands just kind of like softly bouncing off each other um until he said the uh, one thing he said and it was the only it made my ears perk up i genuinely was just lost in thought during this i didn't i didn't watch it and except for this <laughs> one moment where he said i'm not an adrenaline junkie basically he was like this thing this fucking sucks and you know what shout out to Corey because that shit looked like it fucking sucked maybe that's why i wasn't being attention because i'm like that's my worst fucking nightmare to be honest with you um other than i guess being pushed off the top of a tall building without a pair but whatever that the point is me and him finally uh found common ground and in in such a divided society i think that that's important that's lovely progressive really i've lovely. seen basically i've seen the barbie movie so I sure. do I do sometimes feel that like they think these moving truck challenges are more interesting than they are to the viewer. It's just a truck moving and then they're doing cool things, not this time, that we can't do. It's it's not interesting to me. I would rather be doing it, not this one. But it's far more it's far more exciting when they're jumping between two trucks, whereas oh, yeah. it's one they were just it's, rotating. It's always it, it, for me, it always comes down to a simple thing not even the point a to point b puzzle thing it's competing adjacent to each other is way more boring than competing against each other mm. like it against is always better than adjacent like no matter what taking turns is almost always like a guarantee to be a slightly boring challenge I do generally yeah. agree, but I also think that this one was a particularly boring adjacent challenge yes. at the same time. So, so like, you know what? I wonder, are... and I know George is still a few seasons behind, but I, when he finally catches up, do you, th I, do you think he liked this one? No. I'm genuinely asking that. I think he'd hate every moment of the last three seasons. But like the person, the hypothetical George, who the person who watches the show to to watch this kind of stuff, like, do you think that kind of? Because I mean, maybe I don't know. Do you guys do? I don't know. Would you guys watch? Because I don't know. I'm so jaded. I, I'll I do feel. So I do feel like boring. since since we started the podcast, I do watch the show differently. Is that my? I mean, I did. Are you saying I ruined the show for you? Is that what you're? Uh, no, not you. I started the oh, podcast. Oh. I ruined it for myself. Um, okay. No, no, but I do feel like I don't know. I um, when you start analysing something, yeah, it's inevitable that you will watch it with different eyes. So here's a question then for you, Ryan, because obviously you're a sports writer. When you watch whatever sport you're watching, let's say it's football, rugby, boxing, can you no longer watch it as a fan? Do you still watch it like? Do you now watch it like analytically and? break it down and things like that not really um i would guess mainly because my like a lot of my, the writing that i've tended to do hasn't been about analytics and it hasn't been about tactics and stuff like that it is more focusing on the narrative um, and the story so it mm. kind of allows you to still generally watch it with that kind of view which i is which is how i've always viewed uh, sport again people watch it in different ways and, and for different reasons but 
So I, I think mainly um, I'm able to watch it more still as a fan. Although if I'm literally watching something to write about it, it, mm. it does it does obviously change. So yes, yeah. I, I, I think it, it does change, yeah. So, okay, I'll say Ryan's answer is basically exactly what I would have said if you uh, would have asked me that same thing. So, shout out so to Brian, Ryan. So, but... um, Brian, when you were <laughs> writing no, no, about things, Levi, do you want to differently? What, can you expand, expand on what you mean when you say you watch a show differently? What do you mean by that? I don't know if it's because I watch it knowing that I'm going to talk in depth about it to an audience of 11. Um by the way, I'm joking about that. We hit 25,000 listeners now. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's because I'm watching it and going, I think I watch it now. And instead of like watching it as an episode, I think in my head, I watch it in sections while I'm watching it. Sure. Is it because you're writing a running order? Do you think I you don't... didn't do this during USA 2? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, ask, I'm genuinely wondering. I'm just oh. curious about like... I like, think... I, I I don't know. I think that's a good good question. I, but also I wonder: is it to do with the fact that by coincidence, when we started podcasting about the challenge, it was kind of after it went from being quite a, you know, like War of the Worlds was very you know more animosity. And I feel like since we've been podcasting about it, the ep- the seasons have had less animosity and I quite like the animosity. So I don't know whether it's because the show's changed a bit or literally because I know that I'm then going to dissect it and break it down and talk to you guys about it. But I do feel like in my head, I watch, I watch the episode in one hit, but I feel like in my head, I watch it in sections. Well, when I was writing, and I I took a break from writing uh, recaps this season for a few reasons beyond just I'm so busy writing other stuff. Mm. But like I, I uh, the um, this show is my favorite show, like my mm. favorite show. Like when people are like, "What's your favorite TV show?" People are like, "Oh, Breaking Bad." But it's my the <laughs> challenge is my answer, mm. and I don't i said to myself when i started writing the recaps and doing all this stuff i was like you know i'm not gonna lose that like and if anything it has only made the show grow in my own eyes Mm. my own personal eyes i love it even more than i ever have but with all the spinoffs and stuff it has started to writing recaps started to feel like work and i never wanted it to Mm. feel like that because I never wanted my favorite show to be ruined by something I'm doing that I'm not getting any gain from. Yeah, You know what I mean? And also part of it too is the, I don't go on the Reddit anymore. Like the, I stopped using my Twitter to promote my articles that day that that one person commented that me saying that Horacio might be a murderer because he's so good looking was racist. That's when I stopped promoting my articles on Twitter because I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm. You're so stupid. You're like that, you're an idiot. If that person, mm. if that person is still following me to this point, you're a moron. Anyways, it was that. probably that person that said that we talked too much about our lives that said that. They're probably <laughs> Maybe, hating this no, section I mean, of it the was like 
It was like I made a joke because I was like, I listened to all these true crime and it was like, oh, Harasso giving Olivia flowers means that he's probably a murderer. Somebody go check his shed at his house. And the person replied that comment about Harasso being a murderer was so cringe, you weirdo, and seems pretty racist to me. And I'm just like, I don't have a place here in this world. And anyways, the like, just the Reddit and everyone being so negative, it was genuinely started to ruin the show for me. And so like, you know, when you say you watch the show differently doing this podcast, that's kind of what I was wondering if if it was like, because you run the social media, so you're kind of exposed to this stuff. You're exposed mm. to that person on Spotify. It's like, just if you don't have something nice to say, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, but I like, agree on that. So is that I would that's more what I was wondering because like think, I, you know yeah. this doing this podcast doesn't doesn't take effort in the sense not that I'm not trying but like I could just fucking blow hot air about this show all day like I could do a six hour radio show all mm. day talking about this show so like that's, <laughs> that's what the first few seasons of this podcast were six <laughs> hours right. and I was cutting them down <laughs> yeah so just I'm just in the sense that like I that was just more my curiosity because. The way people watch the show is very fascinating. Mm. I'm too deep in it. I know too much, which goes to something mm. we'll talk about a little later. Tease for later. Yeah. We know cool. too much. But anyway, so that's, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll you don't I, even remember. Yeah, I don't think I watch it differently up. in the sense that I feel like this is work. I think I watch it differently in the sense that I'm more analytical about yeah. specific bits as opposed to go, mm. watching a whole episode and going, hmm, now I will be analytical about the whole episode as a whole in one little section. That's kind of what I mean. Yeah, I think I think as I say, I do think it's mm. semi-natural, um, especially like when you are, like Brian pointed out, point you know, writing down the the, the running order that's kind of mm. yeah, it makes sense. But I but when I do it, I watch it for me, and then I watch it on double speed to do the running order. Yeah. So the first watch is always for me. But yeah, but I still, still feel on that first watch, like you guys say, I'm. I'm thinking about it. I think sometimes it's because I think about it as a what can we talk about in the podcast way, which isn't a bad thing. It's just a yeah, a different oh, no, thing. A hundred percent. That, that mm. again, like a hundred percent that has to happen. You know, there's yeah. other podcasts out there that basically get on and they just say what they didn't like about it. And that's what the whole podcast is. We don't it, do that. So I, you know, at yeah. a certain point, it's like better that maybe we are sort of torturing ourselves in a in a very minor way to do this you know like we're we're taking something we love and and trying to do turn it into something else in a, in a way which is mm. unhealthy but it's a lot healthier than doing that and just mm. picking apart every little thing yeah. because you have nothing else yeah. to say for yourself but also uh, like I think subliminal shots of, yeah i think the other thing about the podcast is like we dissect it we're a bit whimsical we say positive things we do say some negative things but ultimately you get to know us as well as people which i think is the most important mm. thing in the podcast yeah <laughs> also i've just realized that brian's outfit is the color scheme of uh the challenge battle for the new champions <laughs> it is, oh, yeah. man, look at that hey, yeah. hey look at oh, oh they give you an extra 20 grand for that outfit yeah, and it's like a vest, so it does actually look like he's about to go down and face around the world or whatever it was called with the Ooh. terrible world. Well, some... I wouldn't do it. Well, <laughs> would he, would Brian have won around the world? I don't think so, because Raven and Corey did so well. And with their win, they have now received extra power. Why have they got that? This is fucking chaos, mate. And, and then Jay screams the word chaos. Which I really oh. enjoyed. He was like, yeah, mm. that's a grand in my pocket. 
Um, well, that power is to vote one male into elimination right now. One male. TJ said one male. He didn't say any females. He didn't say anything sure? about pairs. Yeah, just yeah, what, male. Does ma- what does the word male mean? I think it, it means, means male. Mm, great question. I'm <laughs> staying out of that one. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 wonder, I wonder. I wonder if male means a male and their partner. I don't it think it does. You know who does think it means a speeding that? ticket from the speeding cameras? <laughs> um, you know who does think that, Ryan? Uh, would it be that um, that person who just happens to be on the back of a snail? Is it Michelle? <laughs> yeah, it is Michelle. I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. know if she uh, she mentioned or her facial expression gave away the fact that she thinks that's the case. But we'll we'll see. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in the moment, though, I don't blame her. When when like when when. Maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves, but when he picked, I do understand, but I do think. But but in the next thirty-six hours, maybe stop making it about yourself, or maybe immediately stop making it about yourself. Like immediately, (laughs) as soon as you find that he stops and CJ says you guys are good to go, Hmm. maybe then stop. Yeah, but you're (laughs) right. No, well, Raven and Corey as a pair, because you know the pair have to decide, but they're deciding a male, just one male. Um, They have a conversation. And they're essentially just showing their card. Oh, should we vote this? Oh, no, I can't vote that person. Can we vote this? No, I can't vote that person. And then um, Corey said something which was very Challenge USA 2 when she suggested Emmanuel, can't vote him. He's from my original season. <laughs> that was so weird because I don't remember Berna or Emmanuel being on 12 Dates of Christmas. I must have missed <laughs> that episode. What is he talking about? Like, he was basically just like, no, 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 I know this person from, and I love that he was covering his hand like he was like a baseball pitcher, mad at the mound <laughs> with his catcher, like covering his hand like this. I fucking but, but, loved but, it. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but I mean, the yo, good do thing they is... do that? Why do they do that? When they talk to each other, do they do that to like so they yeah, don't give like plays do or whatever? Footballers do. Footballers oh, do this. They talk like that. So the cap. The well, no, I mean it makes sense. Oh, the is camera. It, oh, yeah. so wait, who are they hiding it from? Like, well, the, it's it's it, it's the either, authorities. It's either, it's either the cameraman or the opponent. Whatever it is, they do this a lot. It's really stupid. Well, but in baseball, thing. they do it. There's a there was a thing. Maybe I don't know. Is this? Is they? Hold on, question. Have they always done this? No, it's, it's like last two, three years. It's quite a, yeah, it's quite a modern thing. But the weird thing mm. is, they it's not that they do it like during the match. They do it after the game when they're talking to their mates from the other team. Oh, like, they, they, they do it during duty. They do it during the game as well. Oh, they just don't want the people taking videos and getting the. I see. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was like a. Got it. No, they, no, they are hundred. They are one hundred percent do it during the game as well. Yeah. Oh, I do okay. think part of it is because you know they used to say some horrible things that the lip reading experts managed to catch them out for. Um, speaking of lip reading experts, I was reading uh, Corey and Raven's lips while they were having their conversation. Um, but in the middle of that, Asaf does a little um, confessional saying that Corey is one of his best friends, so he doesn't feel in danger. So TJ asks them who they pick and they pick Asaf. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Here's the deal about Corey at that Asaf uh, confessional. Uh, if you really watch it, I'm pretty sure every single syllable was spliced up from a different conversation <laughs> at a different point. That was, was he wearing bad. 27 different outfits like, in that confession. He was like, and Corey was my best friend. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. 
Well, Asaf is not happy, but I'll tell you who's more angry than Asaf. Michelle. Because she was not the male that was voted into elimination. Potentially someone else was getting attention. Yeah, she fucking hates that. Um, Anyway, everyone else needs to go back to the house now and deliberate and nominate one man to join Asaf in the arena. Corey and Raven, they can be part of the deliberation, but they can't vote. Um, And thank God they were allowed to be part of that deliberation because... Mm. It got hot. Um, but anyway, Ooh. just before they go back, we get what Horacio I like to call there, a, yeah. Yeah. we get to, we get what I like to call a little Easter egg because I, I don't think they were originally gonna have that plan to go in, but then all oh, the arguments started. Asaf starts arguing with Corey, tells Corey was voting for him to stay out last time, and that um, don't they um don't don't they go to cl- the club club night before deliberation? Yeah, no, this yes. isn't deliberation. This oh, is sorry. sorry, this is the My bit problem. that like just. Obviously, was picked up by one single cameraman just before yes, they were about to yeah, leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love the way he was like, um, you know, I was trying to stop you, Corey, from going in last time. You're my best friend. And Corey just goes, everything I wish they would just say to each other when they're saying how much they love each other. I've known you two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. That was the best. <laughs> two weeks. That was the best. That was the best. That was the best. And like, you know, the idea, they, it reminded me of when this show was like a, a long time ago when it was real sloppy and you could like see the production equipment and stuff. It's so clean now. Yeah. I really like that. It felt really raw. And I know Asaf was upset because he's on TV and like he knows how to, cause you know, that I get it. But still, it felt a lot rawer because like you could see the cars and like Nerese had her backpack on. It, it, it brought me back to like, it was like, okay, this it, is. It was like. MTV, like you know, they packed everything away, and one cameraman, yeah. still for whatever reason, had his camera out. He hadn't got round to turning it off and packing it away. And he was suddenly like, "Oh, I've heard an argument start. I'm going to point yeah. the camera this way." Oh, you know, you what felt like think... it was more like they put the camera away, and then he heard the argument. And he got out his iPhone. <laughs> this records in four K now part of the reason that Corey picked Asaf is because he determined that he would be the least likely to ever win anything? I Uh, think he picked him because he was not sure if he was in the JWO or not. I think he was um, vindictively trying to make sure that Michelle went in. Um, Really? No, oh so you think Michelle was uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an idiot. Okay, moving on. Uh, no, I, I think that was a really good point, Brian. I think that, um, yeah, he did because it was like when he was talking to Raven about why he didn't want to put this person in and why he didn't want to put that person in, it was very much like, oh, I'm friends with them. I don't want to annoy them. And even then, when he said, um, Asaf's name and Asaf's kicking off. He kept saying any anyone would have been annoyed, so he knew he was going to annoy someone. And like you say, the the best person to annoy is someone who can't take revenge. Yeah. Every time I look at Asaf, I think that's the last man Nanny had sex with. That's probably not true, but yeah, no, on it camera. was. Oh yeah, on camera. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 
I'm oh, just, Christ. <laughs> I just no, like, no, no. I know. Believe me, I know. I know, dude. She doesn't do. She does, She didn't. I swear. <laughs> um, it is weird though, because wasn't he like only on one episode uh, uh, in his original season? Yeah. Uh, yeah, one or two, I think it is. It's there was, there's a but few he's been on these. like eleven other MTV shows. So like, has he? You know. Oh, he was on Are You the One? Yeah, and he hooked up with like half the house, and he was even more goofy back then. Like I said, that's somebody's dad. Like that's like a guy who like is like, hey, that's my dad. There he goes again. Unfortunately, fortunately, the kid isn't old enough to say that yet. So yeah, the kid will be old enough one day. Uh, wait, wait. Fairmont Plus is available. Yeah, I was about to say around the world. Wait, wait till he drops his six ninety nine on Paramount Plus. Yeah, right. <laughs> be, he won't yeah, just be saying, like, Are you the one? He'd be saying, That's my dad, and that's my Uncle Jay. I don't think he's my <laughs> real uncle, but my dad makes me call him Uncle Jay. <laughs> he's always invited yeah, Ryan Brown for Friday um, night dinner, but I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> he needs yeah, a haircut. <laughs> so, he so thinks he dad. looks like my dad, but he looks like my dad if my dad <laughs> is ill. <laughs> I'm oh my with that god, one. that was the meanest thing you've ever said. He got us no followers. He looks that like my dad if my dad was ill. Oh, that's oh, great. Oh, at least crazy. I'm not talking about. At least we're not talking about ourselves. Anyway, um, back at the house, Raven tells Zara slash Zaza, whatever she wants to be called, um, that she let Corey choose. Um, then tells confessional Corey Smart. exposed his hand and wouldn't say the internationals. Um, Corey joins and Zara says. He didn't deserve to be spoken to that, especially after he just won. How does that change it? I have a lot of questions about Zara's necklace. Like, I feel like that thing is dangerous as fuck. Her neck turns the wrong way quickly. Mm. She's going to, like, stab herself. Like, what is going on with that necklace? Or or others. Not even her or others. I think like, she what is has happening it. There? Well, she has that necklace because she needs a hand. Because you know who her boyfriend's brother is, don't you, Ryan? Curtis oh. Pritchard. Oh God, I didn't realize he's going out with AJ. Her boyfriend's brother. Did you watch Challenge UK? Uh no. Oh, he's such a George. Anyway, um, mm. so um, on the Challenge UF UK, there were these two brothers, Curtis and AJ Pritchard. Um, and Ryan hates Curtis Pritchard. I remember from Zara, the episode yeah. you guys did about yeah, Zara got with AJ. They're still together, which means her uh, um, probably future oh, brother-in-law nice. is Curtis Pritchard. Um, and uh, did you hear though? Apparently, George is going to be best man at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and it's happening the day we're recording. A and it just so happens to be on a Thursday night. It's yeah. on a Thursday night. What are the chances? <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I do love the bit that Corey was like, yeah, now I've really pissed off two people, one of whom has absolutely no reason to be pissed off at me, and then <laughs> production just clowns Michelle, Fessy style. Yeah, but it's also like, he's like, he knows he's gonna have to deal with it, and to be honest, that's even more daunting than the potential of ASAP coming back is having to like, sorry Michelle, you know, like, oh, <laughs> Well, um, that leads us to our, our favourite moment. Should we all do it together? One, two, three. Club oh, night! Um, so it starts with Asaf sitting in the corner looking moody. Kieran's just chilling because mm. Kieran just seems like a really cool, chill guy. Yeah. Kieran's, his sweater vest thing was dope. Oh, he literally he said on the way out. 
Oh, go he on. wants to come on the podcast this week. Well, some point over the next week, he said. So we'll sort something. Amazing. Cool. He he yeah. literally yeah. says as they're about to go out, he's like, "Some people are talking game. I don't want to talk game. I just want to have a nice night out." That's the kind of guy I want to hang with. But that was like yeah. old school challenge, wasn't it? Like they'd have parties at the house and everyone would forget about the game. And then party would be over. People wake up next morning, regret everything they've done and then start talking game again. That's yeah. the well, challenge. Part of, what, part of what they used to do too is they used to settle the elimination before they party. So mm. it was, there was no, the tension was already gone. Like, and people were ready to let loose. Like how many times did people get hammered because they got voted in or whatever, you know? Um, Camilla. One although, thing although about- it wasn't always the case because sometimes people got hammered, acted like assholes and then got Oh, hit. that's true. Oh, well, okay. The I guess Tony effect. They partied a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they partied a lot more back then. Do you remember you when know? Tony they got more drunk and told Kara she looked like his mother? Absolutely. And he had two full eggs in one bite on a fork. That was the shit. He's <laughs> so good at just reality TV. Um, uh, one thing I did want to say uh, back to Corey Lay, um, his hair cut um, didn't make look a ton it. of sense to me. Um, why, it doesn't. It just didn't make a ton of sense as far as like, I was like, what is he going for? Like, what's the I move? Feel- but I'll tell you what, though. When he tucked in that silk black shirt into like the nice like olive like slacks and with the chain and like button down, I was like, I get it now. He looked good. There was like a good looking group walking into that club. I kept genuinely being like, oh, like all of them, women, men. The women are like seemingly in, in a competition with each other to see who can wear the smallest amount of fabric as a shirt they all Ma- seem to be Ma- and mariah is doing a great job and they're all doing great and narice busted out she went to the uh halloween store and got a uh, sexy sergeant slaughter costume and she busted that out for <laughs> no no like tell me she didn't look like sexy sergeant slaughter she had his I mean, pants on i'm telling you they were the same pants he used to wrestle i, I didn't think about it now you've mentioned it, it 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 works. It's absolutely yep. spot on. And Olivia <laughs> was wearing the same red top she wore on the podcast. Oh, oh maybe yeah. she did it for you. Yeah, I wonder if she said, "Oh, I wore this top when I went on the podcast with two British oh, guys." Maybe one like of them was drunk and creepy, the and the yeah, other maybe one that's was the Levi. Shirt she wears with drunk uh, British guys around her. That's just yeah, the that's... shirt she wears. They, they have Huey already confirmed that they didn't talk about the podcast. No, he confirmed in that conversation they didn't talk about it. (laughs) Also, I feel like all the people that have agreed to go on the podcast keep going out early. Like, Jess Brody had said she'd come on, um, and then she went out early. Huey said he's come on, and then he went out early. Kieran said he's come on, and he may or may not go out. I don't know. We haven't got to the end of the You can still get them on. Oh, no, no, we we will do. The problem is I'm now on a three-week hiatus, so... Uh, I've got a question for you, lads. Yes? Um, Asaf says that um, he's ready for his elimination right now when they're sat mm-hmm. in, the, uh, in the club. So I want to know what you think an elimination in that club would be. What would it Asaf, look like? Asaf be a Manuel dance-off. Yeah. Oh, you know what this show should be with eliminations? It should be like, this is, anyone who's a wrestling fan is having a great time listening to this. It should be like <laughs> the hardcore <laughs> title. Remember when the hardcore title was 24-7? Yeah. 
elimination should be 24 7 if you get voted in you can just call them out whenever whenever at club night they're like let's go and tj has to like show up and like referee the thing oh my god right somebody write that down who's got a pen <laughs> right we're recording it audio and video oh. <laughs> um that's a great idea um, I would, yeah, I'd go for uh, Emmanuel Dance Off. Right, Brian, who would you go for? Yeah. Um, I would say um, beer drinking competition, straight up chugging sure. volume and um, uh, quantity and uh, um, uh, speed, pace, pace, yeah, pace, yeah, yeah. I've got to Again, say, though, like, if you are going to do a dance off, are you really going to call? Emmanuel in. I mean, I know that Asaf ends up calling in the person he thinks is the greatest ever challenger. He wants the biggest, um, the baddest, and the strongest. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, again, he does not just say that here. around. Yeah. It, Asaf, it, did you know Asaf was on So You Think You Can Dance as well? Was he really? Yeah. And I was about to the, like, shows, the yeah. live shows. Yeah. That, that would be a see, it would be a good dance off. Why do oh. I, I, I kind of wish we'd got that now? And you know what music they could use for the dance off? So, yeah, we can't do that anymore because we've now officially hit 45 seconds, so that would be copyright. Um, yeah. So Horacio tells Asap he'll be fine. Um, and as you say, he wants the biggest, baddest, strongest. Um, Big T had a little bit of banter with Kyland, uh, said, uh, mm. yeah, I will say your name if you don't give me Melissa back. Um, and Colleen... Oh, hello everybody. I'm here. <laughs> I am Paulinia. Um, she thinks Karen and Melissa like each other, but love in the challenge house is a huge waste of time, yeah. Yeah, the, the true romantic that Colleen is, like it, that honest to God is the most feels like the most German as fuck thing possible. Mm. Like this is Colleen. If Colleen was French, she'd have been saying, Oh, find romance. It'll never work, like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But as a German, I just like, yeah, straight away, just like, no, yeah. there is no did, there's no room for feelings. Who did she have a thing with in her original season of the challenge? It was someone King in a hot tub. King Faisal of House Fitness. Yeah. Oh, no wonder, she's, no wonder she doesn't think it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's already been to the, the top dog. of the mountain. No, she's, she's already been to the top of the mountain. There's no one to go but down for her now. <laughs> <laughs> she's been jaded by the king. She can't, she, can't, yeah, she can't mess with any peasants after she's tasted the royal fruit. Do you uh, think she ever talks game? No. Wow. No. That's why she's the best. Yeah. She's just she's always... there to have fun and just comment on people's lives, yeah. I was going to say, I... whenever she does a confessional, she is so smiling. She's just enjoying yeah. herself. You My know girlfriend why? said because she had great she... boobs. Spo... She was the one objectifying her, not me. Spo... That's really rude. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Horacio's chest? Whew. Shit. The only that was a real bummer when they were like doing the slow motion, like get ready thing, and they showed Horacio and his shirt was already on. Like it's oh. like, why are we showing the second half of like uh, you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like the opposite of Titanic. The second half is way better when the boat's sinking, you know, like it's the opposite. Like show me <laughs> the first half. Paint me like you're one of your French girls, you know what I'm saying, Horacio? You get it. Ryan knows what I'm talking about. I do, yeah. 
Um, Good looking guy. Did, yeah. Does anyone else think that Jay sounded really jealous when uh, Narice and Horatio were dancing together? Or mm. Narice was dancing yeah, but, on Horatio. But James, Jay was the same last week. Remember when um, Michelle and Callum got together? He was like, oh, you know, your boyfriend. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Jay's, just, yeah, Jay's just pissed off that he looks like a fucking Poundland version of Asaf, so no one wants him. Jesus Christ. Well, D, there's D, but she's not allowed back. She died. She's still in Czech Republic somewhere in a forest wandering yeah, but around. Didn't she only get with him so that she could make Rogan jealous and then she shag Rogan in the shower? Then Pretty said much, something yeah. offensive and then they edit her out the rest of the episode. And then Rogan gave him a concussion and <laughs> made him go home early. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Jay just be uh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love watching JBJ. Wonderful, just, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, it you is. know. He needs another person to show up who's just represented by a single letter of the alphabet. You know, he had D, he's J. He needs like a, a B or a. If it was just T and not big T, that would be, he'd be getting with her. If yeah, that T was just C or T, you know, instead of C and T, you know. Who else? Can there be a can there be a K? Ooh, or an M? Maybe a maybe a P? Or that's we already did that letter. An S. Is this, is it, be an M. Is, this the, is this the latest James Bond film? Mm, oh yeah. Oh, see, there's another one. You can hook up with uh James Bond's boss, M. <laughs> Q. No, that's see, now we're talking. If we want to do a, a QAnon podcast instead of a challenge podcast, we can also yeah. do that. Instead. We could do a Q we could, and an A. Um, but anyway, Horacio says he mm. thinks Narice is gorgeous. H. Yeah. Uh-oh. H and N, mm-hmm. just getting it down. With, maybe not Dancing together. Libby, she's like, maybe oh, they've known each other for ladder. ages. I, I thought something would have happened by now. But, you know, some relationships start off very, very slow. And then Jay's butt hurt. Um, how, how attractive is that couple? Yeah. Just stupidly. Can we call them Horacio? I think it is weird that her, it took Horacio for her to dress up like Sergeant Slaughter to finally make a move. But I guess we'll, we can, him and he can unpack that with his therapist, you know? (laughs) Oh, do you think, um, do, do you think, aren't they still together? Yeah, they're still together. Yeah. And their children will one day rule the world. You know? yeah. Although he's he's disappeared for three months because that show he originally came from Mexico. They did an all star. Someone got injured, so they had to draft him in. Mm. Good yeah. looking, good looking show. But it's all right. Narisa, wait for him. She's not going to go partying. Um, anyway, Michelle has a chat with Corey because obviously Corey voted her in the moment he yeah. didn't say her name. She's very moody. Corey thinks she's overreacting. Michelle's making mm. it herself. She saved Corey last week. Corey then starts crying, saying that, you know, he, he didn't think that Michelle would be at risk. Fuck off, the terrier. Yeah, I think this conversation was sure to happen uh, and, uh, the moment a camera arrived uh, upon the <laughs> two of them. They were, like, they were like, Bill, iPhone, come on, bring it. Bill! <laughs> Michelle, Michelle's crying. Come on, Bill, yeah! Bill, Bill, Bill! And then we they just walk to up say. to the two of them, walk up to two of them, they've not got microphones, so they stick an AirPod in each ear. <laughs> nice one, Bill. Great, great shot. Great shot. Well done, Bill. Great job, Bill. Good job, yeah. Bill. 
Oh, did you notice last week? I don't know why I went very high. Um, Me neither. That was the producer that was doing Callum's uh, confessional and was like trying to inch him to say that he loved his girlfriend. Australian. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. 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 The the uh, production uh, hiring department also saw the Barbie movie. They're diverse. Yeah. Except that Australian is not in the UK alliance or the US alliance. <laughs> How do you know? No one knows except for Jack. Isn't Australia in the UK? I thought it was all just one. <laughs> My American public education has taught me it's America and the rest of you live in huts somewhere <laughs> over there. Um, I have a question. We had a scene next with Melissa in a room with Emmanuel and Jay. And the, first of all, Jay shouldn't have been there, but he was protecting his fellow American, Emmanuel. Um, and she says, are you going to say my name next week? And he goes, are you going to say my name this week? And she's like, no. And then that was it. It was it, it. was really weird. It didn't, again, it didn't feel like it was in the right place. Felt like, like they put it in the wrong episode. Yeah, I don't understand why... <laughs> She was asking if he was going to say her name next week. It was very strange. I feel like we're going to see this scene again in next week's episode, and someone will I'll go, tell oh, you what. fucked up. They'll be I'll like, Bob, what. Bob, what are you doing putting that scene in? I love, <laughs> I love this show so much, so I say this with love. This is the only show that's like a big time thing that would do that. That would just edit in a scene incorrectly. Like, and you know, I mean, this is the best. I love it. It was. Do you it know? Just the, didn't make any sense whatsoever. There was no context to it. The only thing that would have improved that scene would be <laughs> if Colleen just came in and went, and then we all went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> just walked out. I could honestly watch Colleen just walk into the end of each scene and just segue them all. Um, so the next morning, Two Michelle J. Colleen wins this, the season, the final. Oh my god! Colleen if she wins. wins this season and then um, pledges to give half her money to Nam and unties him from uh, Lola's <laughs> claws, that'd be amazing. Um, next morning, Michelle J. and Ed are chatting with Asaf by the pool. Asaf said he had a dream last night. There was going to be a pair's elimination. Um, and it was going to be Zara and Kieran. And then Asaf says in a confessional he wants Kieran. But obviously, Michelle doesn't want them to vote Kieran in because she doesn't want to go against Kieran and Zara. You're mm. not in fucking elimination. It's a guy's day, you twat. Um, Jay no. then says that Asaf is his brother and he pops around there every week. Um, he's not his brother, turns out. I did a, I did a 23 and me. DNA test. <laughs> there's, no two, relation. So there's two great moments in this conversation. Mm. Um, first of all, I'm pretty certain Asaf says the line, I'm going to break his foreign teeth. No. Oh, I didn't know what the word was. I thought he said fake teeth. Oh, is it fake teeth? That no, no I don't know. I, I was drying my hair at that point. Okay, it might have been fake teeth. <laughs> I heard foreign because I was like, that sounds a bit xenophobic. Um, I was thinking in my head, Americans all think that Brits have terrible teeth. So I thought that's what he was referring to. Um, but he's got great teeth because he moved to Australia. That's true. Because you guys don't have running well. water. There's no running but, water outside of America. My, my actual, my, my favourite bit is Jay um, because he what? once again suggests, no, no, because it's, it's, <laughs> dumb, it's dumb Jay shit. You'll enjoy this. Mm. Um, he once again, and it's not the first time he said this, that he reiterates, no one knows how close me and Asaf are, right? 
um, which is a bizarre thing to say, I think, anyway, uh, mm. because what like everyone can see that they're close and they're always chatting. Do they shag? Like, I don't know. But, but for some reason, he seems to think that no one can see them talk mm. and that no one knows their friends. And then he follows it up by saying, um, like, he's basically saying, like, oh, what's Corey doing? Why would you say my brother's name? He doesn't know that you're that... If he doesn't know you're that close, then <laughs> how is he supposed to know not to say his name? Do you think when Jay and Asaf first met, Jay went, oh, it's like looking in a mirror, and Asaf went, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? Jay is the David Brent slash Michael Scott of the challenge. Oh, my God. He's not just a fucking idiot. Um, anyway, Raven is with her boothing, Kieran, um, and mm. asks what he wants to do because Kieran is going to be a big player. Um, Kieran says if he's going in, he will have a good attitude because when he went in on the Challenge Australia, he had a bad attitude. He, he, he was annoyed, and, but now he's a mm. good attitude. Um, and mm. Kieran think, But Kieran thinks they should pick Horacio because Horacio is the strongest. Asaf was the strongest. Mm. And Raven goes, well... Horacio did beat Jordan and Kieran, who throughout the whole of the Challenge Australia went on about how the Challenge was his favourite show and he'd always wanted to be on the Challenge, said, who's Jordan? Mm. I don't... See, I just respected him at not having a clue who Jordan was. I don't... I don't I'd forgotten that he'd, uh, that he'd said that on uh, the, the Australian version. I had also forgotten he said that. Well, he did say that, so now let's talk. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> um, he was uh, like the only, only thing I thought about during that scene was like, so like, okay, let's you saying that kind of throws this makes this whole thing pointless, but let's just pretend you hadn't uh, said that. Okay, let's hold on, hold on. <laughs> he did not say that, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, and then and then Kieran goes, "Who's Jordan?" Uh. Oh, hey. Raven describes him. She's like, yeah, he's basically like pretty good or whatever. She's really bad at details. But, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think she even bothered to mention the hand thing? Do you know no. what I think she did? I think she, no. like, you know when you're, like, describing someone that might be of a different race or have a disability and you do everything to not say the thing so she'd be like yeah he's really good like he he's he's really fast he's got great endurance he wears one glove uh he, <laughs> do you know what i mean so she doesn't, ex she doesn't i mean but like it. The point is like he she could say all this stuff about him and then not even say that thing and it wouldn't like it wouldn't make a difference whether she said it or not i guess is what i'm saying like he's I'll that go... impressive is that, and that it doesn't matter which is fucking crazy but i have absolutely zero belief in the idea that raven has remembered or even thought about the fact that jordan has a disability that's I reckon crazy. she. It's just. Crazy. I reckon she didn't say it, and then Colleen walked in and went, "And he's got one hand, yeah." <laughs> stupid, so stupid. I hate it. Oh, fuck. I love I'm Colleen so, so much. Um, but yeah. yeah, so um, uh, that that conversation happened, and it's a bit annoying as well because then in my head I was like, "Well, we know the mercenary's coming in. It's probably going to be Jordan first. Well, that's fine. That's fine. 
we didn't who cares if it's a surprise that's mm-hmm. that's good actually i like it though it's better that it's like we kind of knew he was like he was like the shark from jaws you know we knew there was a shark <laughs> but we didn't see the shark mm-hmm. you know well well um next we have Corey, mm-hmm. who's speaking to Lockie. do are we calling him Lockie or james because i remember last week ryan you were saying james but he likes to be called Lockie. I, yeah, I, I think let's go with James. He's, I think it's James now. The okay, first so it says um, James on the butt of his Under Armour. In which case, his name's James. Yeah, that's um, what. Yeah, yeah that's what. Yeah. So Corey's speaking to James, who likes to be called Lockie, and James tells him um, that you know he really needs to think about the way people are treating him and reevaluate his alliances. And Corey tells James, who likes to be called Lockie, that the way that James, who likes to be called Lockie, talks to him who he's only just met is like he wishes people who he'd known forever would talk to him and you know he can see them being in a good alliance and so can james who likes to be called lucky i thought this was a nice scene i thought james who likes to be called lucky mm. he looks like he would be a complete and utter tool but he actually seems like quite a nice dude mm. yeah he i mean seems like, like yeah i've not um i've never watched any of like the shows he's been on um, but you know, you see these uh, household names as he referred to himself one week. UK celebrities, as Jemmy would <laughs> yeah. call them. You see them on things, and I've often thought that he comes across as a bit of a prat, but actually do think that on this he's come across quite well. Mm. Mm. It's yeah, his second same. chance after breaking his face in UK. Yeah, I mean, obviously in the UK one, we didn't really get to mm. see it much because he was out in the first week after breaking his face. Mm. Oh my god. So you know he was partnered with Ashleen on that one. If you say so. Randomly saw her in Brent Cross the other week. Anyway, um, we get to nominations. Did you say hi? No, I was I was starstruck. Guys, um, this is about our lives, and I don't think that person on Spotify is gonna be too pleased. That's a fair point, fair point. Move on to the nominations. Person on Spotify can go to hell. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, and this is coming from the guy that was racist towards Horacio. That's right, because <laughs> I said he was a murderer. <laughs> um, so the first thing that struck me with the new nomination setup, new seating arrangement, which seems much better for a conversation. Uh, they've had that for the last couple of weeks, in fairness. Okay. Probably watched <laughs> in the shower as well. In fact, in fact, I think it was only week one where they had that particularly bad setup. I reckon it was raining that day because all the rest of them have been outside. Yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah, that makes so, sense. so you know how I said I watch it differently? That's the type of things that come into my brain now when I watch it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> deliberations inside this week. Must be supposed to rain. <laughs> Classic. Probably Jay's fault. Um, so anyway, Asaf <laughs> says that he wants the biggest and the strongest. Um, but before he says who he wants, he wants to say, Corey is a liar. Um, and he starts asking people if they think they're closer to him than Corey. So he starts with uh, he starts with Lockie's like, do you, do you think that you're closer to Corey than I am? And Lockie's like, yeah. And then he goes to Horacio, and Horacio's like, oh, for fuck's sake, not this again. Yeah, he's like, please leave me out. Please it's, leave me alone. It was please. such a weird, like, like level, like, um, just stance to take to be like i'm going to go around and ask every male here how close they are to Corey. like no one gives a shit you can't even vote for Corey anyway so it doesn't make any difference because mm. going around that that little circle and being like oh you know 
did I do this to you? Did I do that? Worked out really well for Chauncey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do, you, do we miss Chauncey? He's a great guy. Um, I was just thinking. I forgot he was on it till just now. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Raven jumps in, which I thought was quite nice, and was like it was a mutual decision, which obviously wasn't because she's already said it wasn't. Um, and then Narice is like, "Why are we even talking about this pair thing? It may not be pairs." And everyone except for Michelle says it's a guy's day. That's what TJ said. But Michelle doesn't think it's a guy's day. Because... But Michelle's like, yeah, but I might be going in yeah. too. It's like, what are you what are you talking? What are you talking about? I love that they left it in too. They could have easily edited the whole <laughs> out. And they like left it in. I love it. It was like, it was like, Bob, let's keep this one in, yeah. Keep it in the edit. Um <laughs> Bob, I, I find... Bob and Bill. <laughs> Yeah. Bill Ben's the cameraman, great, Bob the editor. Yeah. Ben's doing a great job on sound as well. Um, I I have this like love hate relationship with Michelle and Jay because I love that they're so not self aware. It makes great TV, but it also makes me go, "Oh my god, I hate them so much." Mm. They're good. Yeah, TV I don't. They don't make me feel strongly either mm. way. I think. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a me thing, but I don't think any of these people really make me feel strongly. I guess this is a tease. The the way, yeah, well, that's a different feeling. But the way (laughs) that I felt like the moment Jordan arrived, I was like, I I felt like I actually, I don't know. Your friends were back. Yeah, but in the way, like, I was like, okay, I actually care about the result now. It I was, didn't care um, that he won or lost, but I was of suddenly interested in the way it was going to play out, I guess. You, For the first time it, all season. Do you know when it really hit me? It was, uh, even though we'd, we'd already worked out who it was going to be as they showed his legs and stuff, it was the fact that just before Imagine he came out... they showed his hand. Then we would no, no, definitely they, know. He did. He did. He did a little like look left to the camera, so you could see half his face. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Colleen came into shot. It's going to be Jordan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So just going back to this whole like, is it a girl? Is it a guy's day? Is it a pair's day? I love that the argument was, well, TJ said pick a guy, and then the other side of the argument was, yeah, but TJ said it's chaos. <laughs> It's like even when, the even when they were voting and it was literally just voting for a guy, yeah. it was like, yeah, but think about whether you're voting for a guy or you're voting for that guy and the girl. It's like, no, I'm just gonna vote for the guy. Like I'm not no one no one else is thinking about that. No one's you know, thinking about that. Do you know what I'd love? I'd love if one week like they went the next week and it was a girl and then it was a guy again, and then the week after just to fuck with them, TJ was like, pick a girl, and then it turned out to be a pair's week again. <laughs> and it was Michelle, yeah. and it was Michelle. Let's, yeah. yeah. Levi, it's just, it's just chaos. It's just, just chaos, chaos, mate. Just absolute <laughs> chaos. chaos. Oh, I, miss, I miss when we had control. Control. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a bit like this podcast, really. Yeah, pretty much. Uh... Let's stop talking about ourselves, guys. Um, so Asaf <laughs> says that he wants the biggest thing about it. He wants Kieran. But I kind of felt like he said it in a respectful way. And I think Kieran kind of took it in a respectful way, but was like, oh, for fuck's sake, I don't want to go in. But I kind of don't mind going in. Um, mm. But then the vote starts. And obviously, because of what we've heard before, Melissa votes in uh, Emmanuel. Yeah. So glad mm. they put that scene in. Um I feel like that conversation happened after she voted him. 
Yes. Yeah, you're 100%. Yeah. Bob, you put it in the wrong place again. <laughs> um, and then, bad. so I think Emmanuel got like four votes and then the majority was Kieran to the point Kieran was like, fuck it, I vote myself, I'm going in. Um, and Corey wants Asaf to get eliminated, obviously. Um, probably because he wants to get rid of Michelle because that was his whole reason for voting Asaf in, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> um, Lockie and Kieran have a chat. Lockie gives him a pep talk because they're part of the UK-Australian alliance. Um, I can't call him James, I'm sorry. Uh, Lockie thinks the Americans have a bigger alliance, but it's not as strong. It's like the NWO black and white is the US mm. alliance, but the NWO sure. wolf pack, the heart of the NWO is the UK alliance. Sure. Um, anything to say about that? Should we just roll on to elimination? I think we should just, yeah, roll we just on keep it going. Yeah. Sweet. Well, night hits and they head to the arena. TJ Wilkinson congratulates Corey and Raven for being the winners. No one claps, so Corey asked them to. That was awesome. And then Jay still doesn't clap. No, oh, really weird. Bitch. A lot of pr- <laughs> lot of pr- lot of prissy bitches on this cast. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I love, not, I love this season. Not, not only did he not clap, his just his whole facial expression. I've never again. I've never. I've rarely seen someone so angry when they haven't been voted in. Like it was just like, oh, I can't believe you voted Asaf in a guy who apparently no one knows that I'm close with. He probably caught know. a look. At, yeah, he probably caught a look at himself in the reflection of the bus window and realized, oh, I don't look like Asaf actually. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, really going um, in two footed on him today. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> so, um, TJ tells the challengers that they're here to be the best, but to be the best, and as soon as he said that, I went, Woo! They all did, they knew, they knew what the next line was, they didn't need yeah. telling. Uh, but to be the best, everyone, one, two, three, you've got to, you've got be, to the be the best. Be Club the night. best. And with that, out comes the four-time champion and current world champion, Jordan Wisely. I what was your when, feeling in that moment, boys? I, I mean, I first of all, my first, my first feeling is I do love it when occasionally they refer to them by their full names. Oh, like they never, they they never call him Jordan White. He's just Jordan, and then, but just for the extra, like gravitas of giving mm. him his surname on this occasion oh. he was allowed it i'd allowed love it if, i'd love it if one day a mercenary came in and they were like here he is it's horacio gutierrez <laughs> <laughs> and he comes in topless and has to put on his shirt in front of everyone look at brian he's enjoying that yeah that'd be great no, no i mean this was awesome man i mean jordan was he couldn't have kicked it off with yeah. any, somebody better, I actually, I, I totally agree. I think it was the perfect person to, to kick it off. I think everything about this was perfect from the, the introduction to um TJ telling everyone who he was to having a draw like all of it just chef's kiss. And do you Beautiful. know what I loved? And I I, I've, I've said this before, and I, I, I love when they show little clips of previous seasons, yes, and I love that they splice. They yeah. spliced in the shot of him getting bodied by Fessy just to make it give it a little more action. Like nobody was gonna notice that he was the one actually getting <laughs> fucking wrecked and fucked up <laughs> during that clip. I was like, wait a second, why did they put that in? Him, him beating uh, Josh in the tug of war. I, I there's there is never a moment I don't want to watch that clip. Okay, here's a question: What do you think of 
these three Jordan eliminations was the most impressive. Beating Josh in tug of war, um, beating, I know it was a, a pairs elimination, but beating Zach in the sledgehammer or beating Theo in the sledgehammer? Was it Theo? Um, I'd it's say... Theo, no, because we already knew it was coming because of the Zach thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel the, the Josh, Josh elimination is weird. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, it's so weird because it's like, it's one of those things where I guess that there is nuance to it because it's so impressive that people ignore the fact that it's Josh. It's like, but and it there's is a ceiling. old, uncool Josh. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's even worse. Uh, I don't know. Jordan existing is impressive to me. I I can't rank him. I was going to say, but the the Zach one is obviously a team, isn't it? Is it when he's with Sarah, is it? Yeah, Yeah, but but Sarah... Sarah fucked it, though. Yeah, it was... Because it was was Jonne pre-like Super Jonne. Yeah. It's Um, Jonne when she existed only to be verbally abused by Zach. Yeah, and Mm. it was Zach back in his Thor days. Yeah, and it was before we knew how good Jordan was at everything. That's yeah, why right. I give it that one. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably that one. Yeah. Mm. Well, TJ tells them that Jordan is going to be taking part in the elimination, and then he drops the bomb. He says, "If Jordan wins, not only will he send home the challenger that he beats, but he will take ten thousand dollars from the prize pot." What did we think of that one? I think that's a lovely twist. Um, we talked about it last week about the motivation, um, about the possibility of you know mercenaries coming in and 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 how hard they're going to try. There is no question that they're going to try for ten thousand pounds because even if you've won a challenge, if you've won three challenges and you've made a load of money, there isn't anyone who doesn't want ten thousand pound hard cash. Given <clears> and I I think the UK alliance as well are going to put up an extra big fight because if they win. That doesn't get taxed. Yes, yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing. It made it really interesting as well because people who'd voted Kieran in suddenly wanted Kieran to win. So I think mm. from the other side, it makes it so so interesting as well. And is it going to change the voting patterns as well? Well, so that and was yes. We don't. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to change things because also shooting the Jordan Wad early, it's like. There's a few more people to hypothetically be afraid of, but like, you know, I don't know. Like, who, who what guys are coming to Rel? CT, Brad, who else? Brad, Brad and Devin. 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 And then the girls is Kaz, um, Laurel, Laurel, Cara Maria. Cara Maria, Tori? Probably. I don't think it is Tori. I guess the point is the point is none of them none of them like the only one who's the idea when they get home when they're going to be like oh who's going to be coming because that's all they're going to talk about Mm -hmm. the only guy name left that'll really strike fear is CT and obviously I don't think they're going to use him next no I think they'll make him lost so it's like I don't know I I don't know how it's going to affect it they they are going to use them in stuff that they know, like. They're not going to put Devon in a banger. They're going to put Devon mm, in a puzzle. Right. So it's it's easy not no. to be scared of him in that sense. But he's going to beat everyone 
in a he's, he'll beat the people up there in a puzzle most likely. So I, I think, it, I mean, and again, like yeah. it's not. We don't know yet whether it's going to be every week now. So again, they don't know that. So it's always like a guessing game, isn't it? Um, and I like voting. They, think they can outsmart the game, which they can't. No, of course. In terms of whether it changes the voting, what's interesting is obviously this week they felt that they'd voted for the strongest person, which was Kieran, um, in their mm. eyes. Um, or the um, strongest person. Not, not in Jay's eyes, he felt he was the strongest person. Yeah, of course. But the strongest person they felt they could have voted in because, again, like even Kieran brought up Horacio, but they were never going to vote for Horacio. So they voted for the, the strongest person they felt they could vote. That makes it so. If they're going to go up against these mercenaries to defend the £10,000, they're going to want to do that anyway. So that doesn't dollar, necessarily dollar. change. But the person who was initially voted in by Corey, for example, in this occasion, that might have changed. He might have gone for Kieran, and then we'd be talking about who who would Kieran have been up against. But here's the other thing. Yeah. Do you think that there'll be anyone who, for their ego, like, not to get too much into it right now, but there was a challenger that you know, showed a bit of ego at the end towards Jordan. Do you think for their ego, something might be like, I want to defend our 10,000? No. Yeah, possibly. No. But I don't think, it, no. but I don't think it, it, it might not be ego in the sense I want to, but it might be ego in the sense that, well, I'm the best person to do this. Hmm. I'd I love see, if they yeah. put Big T against Laurel. That'd be a laugh. Oh. I just think that for Emmanuel, it's really easy for him to talk shit to Jordan in that moment. A, he's 100% safe. B, Jordan's not coming back. So there's no danger in doing it. It's all for show. It's like the safest, you know, you can talk shit from there because there's yeah. no there's no repercussions, no threat of anything. That, in that moment, he might as well have said, put me on Series 40. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, here's another question. I like that they can take money. So I'll be honest, I, I knew the mercenaries were able to take money because someone on the cast had already told me. They said big money. Now, 10 grand is obviously big money, but I would have liked it to have been 25. I cool. just I I just feel like, or even 50, I would have liked it to have been big, big money because I think that would have fucked up all their brains. I agree. I was, I was thinking the yeah. same thing. 10 was a little yeah. underwhelming. Yeah. I also find it hilarious that whenever they talk about the money, whether it's going up or down, it's very much like every single person there acts like that's guaranteed their money. Yeah. Like even even in even in previous seasons where it's been like, oh, three people are going to share the money or, or whatever it is, mm. that makes more sense when they're a bit like that. But when it's only one person's going to win. Yeah. And there'll be like, like eight of them in the final. Yeah, and it's like no, that's that. That is, I cannot believe they Jordan is taking ten thousand pound out of my bank account today. Yeah, that was maybe that's just the the confidence of a warrior. You know, you got a true athlete believes they're going to win at any given. Um, Well, speaking of true true athletes, like Mariah. Speaking of true athletes, Jordan actually asked um, is asked by TJ what he thinks the contenders. And he's like, well, we got my boy Horacio out there who took me out last season. I, was, I like that. It's a little, you know, yeah. you're my guy. Hmm. No. Little passing of the torch moment. No. No. Okay. Can, okay. I, I was going to wait till the end, but you just made me do it now. Can we moratorium officially ever again 
stop like comparing Jordan to anyone. Like Emmanuel is like the new Jordan. So and Horacio is like the new Jordan. Jordan is Jordan. There's not going to be another one. He's the only one that could be him. Like, will there be another crazy like triathlete sort of person? Sure, why not? But there's not going to be another Jordan. There's no passing of the torch. Mm. It's his torch. The torch burns out with him. It extinguishes with him. You know, it's he's a one of yeah. one. Let's stop. So, let's let's recognize what's in front of us and stop trying to move on to the next thing. Like, there's not. It's just that another Jordan doesn't exist. The small, the all the things that led to Jordan being who the person Jordan is started way before his sort of the famous version of Jordan began. You know what I mean? It's, like he, it started when the is, when the when the sharp bit off his. Uh, Hand. Exactly. And that's a little. That's yeah. a little nod to his first episode of the Real World there. Exactly. Um, exactly. So what you're saying is the torch wasn't passed, but he just shined a little light on Horacio, so the rest of the you. Sure. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we we said it before. What now happens is Jordan takes place in the draw. So there are three poles. One's got Asaf's name on it. Um. One's got Kieran's name on it, and then the third one is George's massive pole. Okay. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> we're not allowed to talk about ourselves. Guys. Um, no, the third one, we don't know what's on that. I have an idea. It's one of two things. The first one is your choice between the two of the people that are down there. The other one, which I think would be even better, is you pick any of them. I think it's going to be the the people vote on who it's going to be. That's what I think it's going to be. Oh, I'd like it if it was you could pick anyone. The mercenary could pick any of them. No, I don't want you. Fucking CT being like, I want Big T. (laughs) In a puzzle, in a puzzle, guys. CT versus BT or Big T in a pole wrestle. Yeah, Big T would absolutely fuck him up. Um, Michelle's like, Big T, you just got to believe in yourself. You can do this. You have to have the confidence that you can do this. Michelle's like, when he voted in Big T, it felt like he voted me in. (laughs) <laughs> and then Colleen just comes in you are not voted in bitch <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so um, Jordan draws the poll and he uh, draws Kieran's name so it's Jordan v Kieran um, Asaf obviously wasn't listening and he was like oh shit I'm not in it uh, <laughs> he's not German I don't know why I did that um, and they're playing a game called King of the Hill so the way this works is There are two ramps in the arena with three lights and three buttons. When the light comes on, you must run up to whichever ramp, whichever light, hit the button. Then another light will come on. It may come from the opposite one. It may come from the same one. First hit the light gets points. Each round will be one minute. Most points wins the round. First to two round wins. That's right, isn't it? Yep. Yep. So Mm. just to reiterate, if Jordan wins, Kieran's gone. Jordan wins 10K from the prize fund. If Kieran wins, he protects the 10K and is back in the game um so we'll we'll go with round one where i think it was kind of the two of them feeling the game out feeling each other out um and also jordan just helping make good tv uh kieran wins that first one six three which basically tells us he will be getting eliminated um round two fucking hell this is can you guys just take this one away please this is i mean there is nothing this is and this is why Brian says there will never be another person like Jordan because nobody else gives a 2-0 lead 
no one like mm. no matter how arrogant no matter how confident anybody else thinks they are they are not giving away a 2-0 lead when they're already one like one round down the and only thing i will say ryan ipswich town versus cardiff city a couple of months ago we let cardiff go 2-0 up we won 3-2 levi you know first of all we, we know who that's directed round. at you had them the first round, and second of all, you didn't let them go two 0 up. You just, you just, your team is shit at defending. Um, George, <laughs> yeah, on the other attacking. hand, John, on the other hand, not bad at defending, very good at defending, mm. but decides to just stand in the middle and let Kieran get the first two points because he can, and he knows mm. that he's that he's from there. He's he's won. now. Don't get me wrong; if it backfired, he would look like a fucking idiot but he knows it's not going to backfire because he knows he's going to win that round and mm. I, I do you think because he's smart. And he was he and he was counting the points too like mm. such a fun, oh. he's such a g you know he just when he just sometimes just like he like levitates almost like he like it's like watching i don't know you know it just it's a it's just like watching an amazing athlete at their sport Whatever that sport is, Jordan's sport just happens to be the challenge. The challenge. Ability-wise, ability mm. I think Kieran had a chance of winning that. Like, there's no doubt that he could have won that. Jordan beat won, him mentally. Won, won, won that. But Jordan beat him up mentally, yeah. Mm. The moment, yeah, yeah. The moment uh, he went 2-0 up, it was, get, like, it was game over. Now, Especially, as you say, with the counting as well. Mm. Just well, genius. When he went 2-0 up, he did keep saying, no, give him the two points, give him two points. I feel like it was production going... Jordan, Jordan, and he was like, "No, give him the two points." Which is like, not only is he fucking <laughs> beating Kieran mentally, being everyone waiting and watching mentally, he's beating production mentally. Yeah. Fucking Bill is like, "Oh, I'm getting two iPhones out for this." Yeah, I was. Yeah, I mean, it was great. It was just great mm. to watch. It was just a treat, man. It was mm. a treat, and it's just like this is what mm. the stuff. It's like we watch this show so we can have moments like this where it's mm. like that was fucking. Awesome, and it was a it was a fun elimination as well. It was a really fun. Yes, totally agree. They should do that one all the time. As soon as I saw it, my one of my first thoughts was Brian's going to enjoy this. I loved it because it was against. It was not adjacent. Yeah, it's always better against. Always, always. And it was like it. It wasn't a like a. It wasn't a headbanger, but it wasn't not a headbanger. Like they. Yeah, it was physical. Where they were physical, it wasn't just Mm. physical. Like tactical. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, all of it. Yeah, so Jordan wins that round 6-4. And at that point, Kieran's done. He's mentally beaten. Um, now, round three got even more interesting. Because what mm. Jordan realized is, this is a one-minute game. If I get to the top first, yeah, I can just hover my hand over, kill off 20 seconds, and that fucks him up even more. And he started doing that. Then um, round three also got reset when Kieran took him down, which I didn't like. I thought they should just let it continue. I don't think mm. they... I don't think they just reset it because he took him down. I think he reset it because he took him down and then they both just stopped. I yeah, think they were like jostling. Them, I think if Jordan they got was holding up, on to him. Yeah, I think if they got up, then fair enough. But, like, it's a bit like um, we've seen, I can't remember which one it was, but with one of the, the one where they put the ball in the, the goal, I can't remember what it's called. Um, Ball's in. Balls in, yeah, easy. Um, they've literally done that before when TJ's been a bit like, you've got to go for the ball. You can't yeah. just like wrestle with each other. I think that was kind of like the point. Now, 
I think there was a moment in this, which was the moment Jordan was 3-2 up, Kieran got to the other side to get it 3-0, where Kieran well and truly fucked up. He should have done the Jordan hover, because I think there was like 10 seconds left. Jordan was on the other round, which meant Jordan was waiting for the 4-3-1. If he'd have just hovered literally until there was about half a second left and then pressed it, it would have been three all and they either would have done another round or they would have just added them all together, which would have seen Kieran go through. But yeah, that again have... goes to what Brian says. Or, Jordan or, yeah, just it... knows how to play this game. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Especially because, like, obviously we didn't know whether it was going to be alternate or they could go to one side mm. and then another the other side. But um, Kieran had made it for... 4-3 I think it was um, on that side already so and they hadn't done three in a row on the same side so Jordan knew that if two in a row were on that side the, the next yeah. one would be where he was and that's where Kieran really fucked up because like you say if he just waited as you say it would have he would have been able to wait for the last second hit it at the last second because um, TJ counted down the last five seconds so we knew when it was going to be um, they and would that have tied Jordan it up. was hovering just before he hit his fourth one to win it. Yeah, exactly. And they would have tied it up, and like you say, it would have gone to sudden death or whatever it was. They would have reset it, or it would have mm. been count back. So either way, he had a chance. But the way he did it, he just he basically threw it away. I thought great elimination. No editing needed. We saw the full three minutes of it. Yeah, and it was just high octane, high tempo, tactical, interesting. I'm ha- I'd be happy to bring this one back. 100%. Yeah, but it was also interesting because we got to watch Jordan be, be Jordan. Jordan. You yes, know, oh, yeah, like, of course. Of course. It was such a, it's such a, it's just a treat. I don't know. It's I, not going to be around forever. It's, uh, you know, it's almost like, um, I think I realized, um, Part of why, remember the other week I was like, this season is different. And then I kind of just mm. word salad my way through an explanation. I didn't really get the, the point across that I think I wanted to get across. And like, I'm almost watching this season uh, as like fiction in a way. Like, I'm almost watching it. Like, I almost sometimes wish this was like a scripted show, not scripted mm. in like fake, but like, a, 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 not a reality TV show. I don't really know how I'm trying to say because, this without because it, it, I don't. It feels like everything that happens is the journey to the next bit. So do you mean like it's almost like it's not scripted, but it feels like every moment is the knock-on effect to the next moment? That's yeah, I'm and I guess yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah, and also because it's it's not the same people sort of guiding me through this. I just, I don't, and like, I think partially because I'm very uninvested in the ultimate outcome, I'm enjoying the journey of it. I don't care about mm. the destination. So that's part of it too. I'm almost just watching it. Like, uh, do you, you guys watch True Detective? Have you ever watched that that show? I have it's not. And Levi has never watched anything that anyone's right, seen. Right, yeah. The well, challenge right, so of the neighbors true, and that's it. True, true Detective it was a show uh that aired a while ago 20 fucking 13 was the first season but basically like the plot was very secondary 
to the characters. And a lot of people at the end of it were kind of upset because not a ton got answered. But I remember thinking to myself, like, you people don't understand that the journey was the point. This reminds me of that a lot. Like, I'm just the journey, I think, is the most important part of this season because we're going to build these characters up in a way that's going to carry us through the next five seasons, six seasons, whatever. So Jordan showing up in this way, I almost watched it as if I watched, I was watching a movie. Yeah. I don't care about the, I don't care about like the rules and I didn't, I just didn't. I was just like, this is you just, just want to watch it unfold. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 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 And I think what was really interesting the moment Jordan won, Kieran's demeanor changed and he yelled bullshit and he seemed really upset. And when TJ said goodbye, I really thought that was going to be a, you've been fantastic. We'd love to see you again. But it was like, Kieran, get out of here. Mm. I wonder if something happened that we didn't see because he was very emotional in his exit interview. We had all of that. I don't know. It, it felt like. It felt like something happened that kind of soured people on Kieran a little bit. I've actually had some messages with Kieran today. He said he wasn't happy with how it ended. Um, hopefully we'll get him on the podcast. We've been discussing that. So I'd like to ask him kind of what happened after the elimination up to TJ sending him off. I don't know. It felt like something got taken out of something got cut. I mean, I, I guess I like without digging deeper, I'm not saying there isn't anything deeper, but just without without doing so or without finding out anything. I guess if you're in Kieran's shoes, it must be really fucking frustrating to get voted in for the first or was it the first time? I think it was the first, yeah, time, first time this season. Get, getting getting voted in for the first time this season, thinking you're gonna go up against Asaf. And then Jordan comes out. Um mate, mate, it's fucking chaos. Of course, no, no, of <laughs> course. But but I I, I you know. There is a an an element of of you know obviously it's a game and anything can happen with this game, but there's an element of as much as you can feel sorry for someone, you've got to feel sorry for the first person who goes down there and ends up, you know, going up against one of the mercenaries, especially because and one of the bits I liked about what they did with Jordan was the fact that normally when you get these mercenary things. You know, you get the moment where the person who gets voted down that week gets voted down, and TJ says, "Oh, you're not going. You're this week. You're not going to get to go against whoever, or you know, you're not going to get to choose because you're going up against them." And then them appears. Instead, this time we got the full like regaled. You know, oh, you're going to be nominating someone. They're mm. going to come down. They had to go through the pomp and ceremony. But, but it was more than just pomp and ceremony because we had the draw as well. So in the end, it might not have been Kieran. It could have been Asaf. It could have been both of them. It could have been neither of them. We don't know what that third, you know, lever was. But they they have the draw. So I just imagine that, like again, with that, I'm not saying that there isn't a deeper thing. There might have been, but I can imagine how frustrating it would have been to be in Kieran's shoes. I think also part of it too is you know what tastes really bad? Defeat. Challenge bullshit. (laughs) And it's part of it. It's just part of the show. It's part of the game. And 
I think he might have had the taste of challenge bullshit like lingering in his mouth. And that it's hard to swallow sometimes. And it's been hard for a lot of people to swallow, but he won't be, he wasn't the first and he won't be the last. And it's just, I don't know. I mean, you're right. It does seem like there was a chunk missing, but this kind of goes back to what I was saying. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, I almost wish we know too much. And this is finally, I'm going to come back to my point from earlier. We know too much. We shouldn't know all of these things. What we should know is the 60 minutes of TV that we got. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to know anything else, especially when it comes to this season. Like, I don't, I'm not interested in what we didn't see. Like, I, I want to know what we're shown. Like I, I trust them enough to tell me the story and let it unfold how maybe like, again, challenge bullshit, like that's part of it. And if they want to kind of yada yada and, and make and make it look a certain way, then whatever. That's mm. I, I, that I, I, who cares? My response to the, there was, and, the, and not to you, but just mm. in general, it's like, I don't, who cares? Well, I think what was really nice was, and I think it shows how much Jordan like loves the show and loves the game. He gave a really good motivational speech um, afterwards. And obviously Emmanuel turned his back on him. Now, did Emmanuel have a thing with Tori? Yes, yes. Because that was that was what I was trying to work out when he did that. And maybe, you know, something came out between him and Jordan, you know, then TJ said, anyone want to say anything to Jordan? Because production probably said Manuel turned his back. I'll say that. Um, and Emmanuel was like, oh, yeah, I'll go into elimination with Jordan. Jordan was like, come down here then. And like Brian said, it's easy to say that when you know you're not going to go into elimination. Yeah, Jordan. Right. Yeah, um, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Jordan's leaving. You know, you know, there's no yeah. repercussion. And that also comes back to the that whole this whole thing where I was like, don't stop comparing people to Jordan. Like Emmanuel has heard the Jordan comparisons online. He seems like the type who who reads his press clippings. So it's like <laughs> I I uh, he did Mark that partially Martin. because of all these people being like, "Who is the next Jordan? He's the Romanian Jordan." It's like, no, he's Emmanuel, and Jordan's Jordan. My comparison with them ends at the fact that he looks like a Romanian Jordan. If Jordan, yeah, right, that, that's it for me. Like, yeah. I would never but, compare them on anything else. But people did though. or whatever. Yeah. He was getting compared to Jordan. I would. I I think he wouldn't. He wouldn't be like this if he was the Romanian Josh. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think he with... would have gotten invited back. <laughs> well, well, with that, Jordan leaves $10,000 richer and TJ tells the challengers to do a better job protecting their money as the show comes to an end. We are in chaos now. We are welcoming back the mercenaries. The game has changed. The show is even more messy than it was in the last four episodes, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm fucking loving this season. Love it. Yeah, it's been great. I think it's so uh, good. It's such a breath of fresh air from the last few seasons of Kumbaya. Um, yeah, fucking well done, MTV. I don't care if it's getting bad ratings. Uh, well, MTV probably do, but I don't care if it's <laughs> getting bad TV ratings because 
I'm I'm enjoying. Who watches it. MTV anymore? Who watches things on TV? The ratings. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Um, like I, I do have one thing. It's like, yeah, you know, Jordan was cool and everything, obviously, but like when it's like, has, it's gonna be real. Uh, okay, so here's my there. thought. Here's my thought on this. I think I don't know anything. I think they probably this week they probably definitely only brought Jordan. I think next week they bring a couple of the female mercenaries. Um, not send them all out, but just bring them in the in the van. And then I think this is my only thought. I think the only reason it's going to be Kaz next week will have something to do with Zara being in the elimination. Mm. So I feel like they're they're going to start bringing a few of them to the set for the sake of, you know, let's see where we can cause the most story. Do you do you guys think that like I know we when we talked to TJ, he he was very into my idea of like I've always thought like the production doesn't really care who wins elimination. This is different. Do you guys think production cares? <laughs> like do you, I, do you think they would have preferred Jordan or Kieran to win that elimination? I think they would have won. I don't think they wanted Kieran in that elimination, but I think they wanted Jordan to win against whoever he went against just to make that 10 grand thing really hit home the first shit, first shot. Yeah. So I was going to say the same thing. They don't care specifically about the 10 grand. They don't care specifically who wins, but because it's the first one, you want them to win to make the impact both of the ten thousand pound and just the idea that the mercenaries can come in and knock you out because if jordan comes in and loses to kieran like you say well jordan's the the baddest of them all apart from if you like in a hall brawl with ct or something but jordan's the baddest of them all if we're beating him we're going to beat everyone so yeah because think about like the first time they brought in mercenaries ct and tina look what ct did that was the backpack then the next time they brought in mercenaries, the first ones they brought in, Tory and Derek. Derek versus Joss, the best elimination of all time, according to Derek. You know, that first one has to be, it's got to hit home. Yeah. But, home the, but the, thing is, run, the thing is that you're right. Okay, that, that's, um, that makes a ton of sense. And that it kind of explained. Like, so from here on out, they really don't care is what you're saying. Like, I agree, I guess, yeah. in a sense. Yeah, that would be fine. Okay. The you know what I'd love though? I'd love, I'd love. Thing. Sorry, before you go into CT, because I just want to say one quick thing, and then you can piggyback off it because it's about CT. I would love if CT is the last mercenary, and just for shits and giggles, TJ goes, "It's chaos. This one's worth a hundred grand." Ooh. <laughs> or this one, he gets to stay, and it's a whole brawl, and it's against Jay. And they use, um, they use like um, Doctor Strange to like bring back. Uh, CT from Cutthroat, not mm. new, like dad divorced old CT. <laughs> Question: then, There, well, okay, not we're we're I'm I'm bringing us way off of what I was going to say, but you go back up. Let's back up to what you were talking about with the mercenaries and like the last few times they've done it. I, you know, people forget like the the CT backpack was such a uh, an overwhelming moment that Tina lost. Oh, like yeah. she got smoked by got both absolutely battered. Yeah, yeah, but didn't Still Tori like... lose as well? Tori lost to Cam. Yeah, oh, that's true. Okay, but the backpack, that was the backpack, like... and the Derek Joss thing 
overshadowed it so much yeah, right. that you don't remember it. But because it's just yeah. Jordan on his own, that's why they picked Jordan first, because they knew he's not going to yeah. lose. You're yeah. right. And he'll win but in a Jordan I think way. That the ch- there's a chance of a few more Tinas along oh, yeah. the way, although the group of girls they picked is pretty strong. I, mm. I guess well, it's, they, depending they probably, what it is, anyone could lose. Any of them could lose. Yeah. But they yeah, probably yeah. want the not rookies, but also not champions to win a few of them. So then, you know, they start to get a bit too big for their boots. And then it's like, oh, I'll go in and fight the next mercenary. Boom, CT. Also, you want one of them to win because, again, for the narrative of the person mm. who is going to eventually win, it would be nice if one of them, if that person maybe mm. had beaten a mercenary. Yeah, because Brian, just... with this season, it's not really about who wins the season. <laughs> it's about the journey. And tonight has been a great journey. I've loved talking challenge with you guys. From Ryan, from Brian, from Colleen, from myself. Take care. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Challenge React Boys. One, two, three. Peace. Peace.